Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't. You know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience Podcast. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, it's been a while. How you doing, bro? Bro, we had a nice little one-month vacation. Yep, yep. A nice yep. planned one-month vacation. Oh, a nice know? planned one-month vacation. We didn't go anywhere. <laughs> if, the, if the listeners are wondering where we went, we didn't go anywhere. We just kind of like got even busier with, with, you know, I got a new job. Andy was basically like, like I don't know, you, you had internship, clinical, you had everything on your plate. You had, you had a f- plate full. Yeah, yeah. I had a full plate. You had a full plate. So I had to eat. You had to eat. Now we're hungry again. We back, right? We're back. We're back. We're I'm, back. I'm, I'm hanging. I'm hanging. I'm in there. Yes, How are you, sir. man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I just moved to Philly. Um, I'm in Philly for three months for one of my clinical rotations. Um, pretty excited. Pretty excited. Got some. Got some things going on here. And yeah, man, I'm. I'm excited for the next few months. You know. Yeah. Didn't you go to undergrad there? Yeah, yeah, I went to Temple for undergrad. I went to Temple. Uh, okay. uh, past host or past guest we had on Matt Mahoney, who plays for Sacramento FC. You know he starts now. He's a starting center back, right back. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's, I mean, he's, I think when we were talking, I think when we were talking to him, he he said he he was getting some starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been I've been tracking him on uh, Foot Mob. You know, I like oh, to yeah? track our guests. Yeah, I'm tracking him on Foot Mob. But um, yeah, let's get right to the episode. So today we're talking about uh, laceless cleats, right? And yeah, this is a hot new thing that's really emerged in the past like year, two years or so. Um, today we're going to be talking about should I wear laceless cleats? Um, Bert, how, what's your opinion on laceless cleats? Well, I don't, I don't know, man. I just think they look cool. Um, it's just, you know, lace, lace shoes. I think players in general, especially midfielders has, um, this particular way that they, they tie up their shoes and they hide the laces because they don't want their touch to be messed up by like a, by, by the, uh, by the shoe, by the cleats, um, the shoestring, um, depending on how you tied it, it can form a little knot and that knot can actually, you know, messed up with your control. You know, players like Ozil, for example, he likes to like tighten his cleats really hard and then just just hide the snug the laces under the cleats so that his touch doesn't get messed up. So when that idea comes for to to have a shoe with you know without laces at all, you know, those players were probably super attracted to it. Because you know you there's a lot of things you can do with it. You can do the knuckleball a little bit easier because you know it's it, it, the, the 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 top the bone that that the bone the bony part where you hit the ball with for the knuckleball that's like right there man when you when you have those listless cleats I've I've worn one before one of my friend had one I I've worn them 
it feels nice, man. It feels like, you know, you kind of like wearing socks. The only downsides about it, though, is just, you know, if you're playing, I don't know if I was using the cheap materials. The ch- I don't know if I had the, he, I don't know if he had the cheap version of that cleats, but somebody stepped on me during the game, and that was it. I couldn't play. <laughs> well, Berg, let me, let, me, let me ask you a few questions here okay. because I think the answer should be, if you're wondering if you should wear laces cleats, I think from a performance perspective, it is absolutely detrimental to your play and your health. Um, okay. So let me ask you this, Berg. Why you're let, okay? You're a soccer player, right? Why do you why do you wear cleats in the first place? Why do I wear cleats? Well, <laughs> the bigger question is why do we wear shoes in the first place? Uh, yes, <laughs> that's a big movement out there. Now that we should not be wearing any shoes at all. That's why we have all this all this other problem. But the reason why we wear cleats, I'm guessing. Um, uh, I guess it's just provide us with um, extra support and stability when we run, when we're trying to do our cuts, because if we don't have those shoes, we can't take those deep cuts because we're going to slide. Yeah, I agree, right? Which is why cleats have studs, because they give you more support. Um, it's why cleats have laces, because you can wrap the cleat around your foot very tightly. Now, what's happening mm-hmm. with these laceless cleats, and I've seen this because I have a pair of, uh, of laceless shoes, actually, and they, the inside of my foot, when I put my foot inside, it feels very similar to a laceless cleat in that when you have a laceless cleat, when you put your foot inside of it, the, the cleat good, stretches. Right? It stretches around your foot. Does it feel good? Yes. But it stretches yeah. around your foot when you stick your foot in, which means that the cleat is slightly bigger than your foot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, when you have... Wait, wait, you, hold on. Say that, say that again. Say that again. Say that again. So the, the cleat can stretch and become bigger than your yeah. foot so that you can put your foot inside of it, right? That is true. So when your foot is inside of the cleat itself, it can stretch the cleat because the, the cleat is very flexible. Oh, I know what, you, what you're getting at. Are you wearing that over time that you're going to lose the elasticity? Well, I, you... not only that, but I'm saying from the get-go, that cleat is not as supportive as a cleat with laces because when you have a cleat with laces you can tie it up real tight and yes you're going to have the laces uh flying around over the place but if you remember right 10 12 years ago you used to have those nike cleats with the laces and you'd have the flat that goes over it and over Mm. time they were like oh let's make the cleats the cleats lighter let's cut that part off you know and now they're kind of reverting back to that old style but now, instead of hiding the laces, they're getting rid of them altogether. Yeah, um, again, they're trying to get rid of them altogether. Yeah, and because of this, right, if you buy any laceless shoe, not just cleats, um, the recommendation is to actually take a size down of what you would normally buy, right? So yeah, I'll, you give you, it, I'll give you, you an example. You want to suffocate your foot, basically. Ex- exactly. Well, you don't want it to be loose around your foot. So I'll give you an example, right? So I wear size 13 shoes, right? Size 13 cleats, 13 everything. I bought a pair of Adidas laceless sneakers uh, a few weeks ago. And they said, oh, you actually want to buy 1.5 sizes down than what you normally buy. Mm. I said, well, wait a second. Mm. I got big wide feet. I can't be walking around at 11 and a half. I'm a 13. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get a 12. 
And guess what? That's still not small enough. You know, my feet huh. still slide around in the middle of them. Oh, I can see why that can hurt your performance a little bit. Because, you know, when you, if you, if, let's say your feet is not snug in there and you're trying to cut, you know, your foot could potentially slide in that cleat. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Okay. yep. Yep. And I'll tell you this, right? When I was volunteering in the athletic training room at a youth soccer club, a lot of kids play a lot of minutes. So what happens is they buy new cleats every year. And a lot of the kids who were buying new cleats uh, bought the laceless cleats because they look cool. Oh, hell yeah. A lot of them had a lot of ankle injury, a lot of ankle sprains, things like that, because, well, I mean, I can't say for sure, but I think it's because that their feet weren't secure. On top of it, right, when kids are young, they're growing. So why would mom buy uh, shoes that are two sizes smaller than what they currently are? They're going to go even bigger. Now you have Mm. a kid's foot that's probably three sizes smaller than what the cleat is actually designed to fit. So now they're sliding all over the place, you know, versus a nice cleat with some good old fashioned laces, lace them up real tight. It's nice and secure, you know? Hmm. I guess we we'll, we have to wait a couple more years to see if there's a, like a lot of research involved in this. Cause I, I don't know. Cause um, you know, at the same time, you know, the people that designed those shoes, actually, you know, I, I never, I was going to say the people that designed those shoes are not stupid, but at the same time, when you think about the whole shoe experience itself, you know, it's a whole marketing scan. It's just like bringing, giving you shoes with extra support, which, you know, it, if you wear shoes that have extra support, it's probably like not a good idea because what happened, you got a bunch of small muscle on your, at the bottom of your foot if you don't use them. If you're always getting support, they're not. If you're always getting supported, you know, those muscles are not going to be used. So they're going to atrophy and shrink. That's, that's how you get the plantar fasciitis the, the, oh, and a bunch of other stuff. But that's a conversation for another. But basically, one, my, the point I'm trying to make here is this. Even though, you know, they advertise those kind of product as, listen, this is what we're trying to accomplish with the shoes, this and that. But if you really think about it, you know, certain shoes are, you know, not really appropriate they're, at all. Especially really not. like, for example, like, like, like you mentioned earlier, like they're trying to make the shoes even lighter. Why? Yeah. Why? You get how fast, how, how much faster <laughs> you get with a lighter shoe? Yeah, it, it, you won't. You know what's going to get you faster? <laughs> Go to the gym, bro. Go to the gym and lift some weight, get, bro. That's what's going to get you faster. I don't think you get any faster with, with lighter shoes. It's the marketing, man. It's the market. They, they hit you. Ooh, lighter shoes. You'll be faster. You, the young kids loses their mind. And then the, yep. the, and then the, the parents has to give up the wallet. And it's, <laughs> you know what? It's not just the young kids. It's everyone. It's everyone yeah. like, because what's the first thing you do when you go to a shoe store, you pick it up with your hands and you oh, say, yeah. wow, that's light, you know, but you put it on your feet. You can't even tell half the difference. So like, no. yeah, I mean, I, I think in the grand scheme of things, I also think they're ugly too. That's just me. I don't think they're ugly at all. I don't think they're ugly. I think they, that those shoes look like a Tesla, bro. <laughs> that's okay, what they fair look. enough. Fair enough. They look like a Tesla, but. Like I said, I, I, I wore one, I played with one, and somebody stepped on me, and it was it. Like, that, that shoes did not offer any protection whatsoever. 
I see. So I have um, I have one, the one in between. I forgot what it's called. I have the Adidas Predator, but I have um, the one where it's like it's snug over your foot when you wear it, but it also has laces, mm. and then I, I just tie it up real good, and nice. I you know I never had issue with sliding. Good, stuff good. Like that on there. You we know, also have to. Have a, what were you no, going to say? Go, go, go. I was going to say, we, we also need a pod, uh, a podcast about different shoes to wear. Because, you know, I, you know, growing up playing soccer, I only wear like one type of cleats. I wear the grass cleats for everything. Yeah. And later on, I, I, I found out that, no, you know, they're, they're different cleats for different um, turf. And it's like, whoa, I, I didn't know all this stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, I... I pretty much wear glass grass cleats for everything. And even though I do know that like you have turf shoes and this and that, I just wear them everywhere. Cause you know what? I like my cleats to look fly. Yeah. <laughs> I got my nice CR seven vapors, uh, special edition. Oh my God. So, yo, so I, I need to look good. The, the Nike shoes, man, they, they're killing my foot. They're not, they are killing me. If you have wide feet guys, you don't even bother with the, the Nike shoes, because you know they they're not made for people with big ass foot at all. Agreed, agreed. And I have wide ass feet too, but you know what? Adidas cleats, I think they're ugly. So I gotta roll with Nike. I think my next pair is actually gonna be some tiempos. I, I, I think gotta get I gotta get some tiempos. Tiempos? Yeah. Aren't those old school? Yeah, bro. Leather. Yeah. Nice touch, you know. Yeah, nice and secure. Also, can we talk about why are those laceless shoes so expensive, man? That's a good point. Like, yo, they may, they want me to spend like two hundred some dollars on those, on those shoes. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think we're getting off topic. Let's let's close yeah, the loop, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> in my opinion, I don't think you should wear laceless cleats. Um, and kind of just, I probably should have said this at the beginning. Um, just as a disclosure, I have no research to support this whatsoever. Um, this is just things that I, I have opinions about and things that I've seen, um, athletic trainers and strength coaches have opinions on, um, kind of just put all those thoughts together into this podcast here. But, um, I don't think they're as safe as your standard cleat with laces. And I think that when you wear a cleat, you should wear something that's stable. And when you Mm -hmm. have a laceless cleat, it's inherently instable or unstable. So that's, that's just my thoughts on it. And if you if you don't like anything that we just said today, um, and you still want to buy your listless shoes because you want to you want to look cool, um, just just buy them like a what do you say 0.5 size down. I you know what it's it's so hard to be concise with that. I would say that, and I I've heard college players say this when they go to buy these new cleats with these new materials these days, you have to go try it in person. You have to buy it in person, even though you used to buy like the CR7 Vapors or the Nike Tiempos or the Adidas Predator. If you know the model of cleat, you still have to go try it out in person if you're switching the laceless. Mm. Okay. Uh, we have to yeah. have a conversation about why those shoes are so damn expensive. We do. <laughs> this conversation we do. for another day. All right. We'll see you all next week. All right. Peace.